0: Well, I'm in London tonight. I'm here for uh, originally, I was here for DevOps Days, London, which I still am. and then I got added to speak at another conference tomorrow afternoon. Now. now I have the two forty five pm. speaking slot. I don't know if that's the last talk of the day or he, as uh, as our friend Zane used to like to say. I remember when he discovered this word back when I knew him in early high school, maybe late junior high, he he like all people who discovers a great word. He found any excuse to to use it. Which is to say pen ultimate. Yeah, uh, second to last. Always <laughs> always a, a fun word. Does that mean there's like a uh, pencil ultimate that's like third to last or something? I wonder how many ultimates there can be. I should uh I'm a little rusty on my Latin, if that's what that is. Uh speaking of being in London. Anyways, I was I was uh you know, we're always we're always thinking about like we could go over these little email newsletters that I write. I think I've written two this week. One, um, where for some reason I started writing about King Ranch Chicken. And I hope my mother wasn't insulted, uh, but I tried to uh, play it nicely. And I listed a bunch of talks and things like that. And there was another one uh, after I'd been uh, talking with a bunch of uh, people about how they can, uh, uh, what do you call it, a sense of urgency, get people to do things. It was burning platform stuff. But today, since I am, and I'm going to go with a little preview here. Since I'm at a conference, I was thinking I should write up my thoughts on how to do tabling or boothing at an event. Ooh. Ooh. Which I'm looking I think, forward to it. I think uh, my the inspiration for the way I think about doing that is our old friend Roy from BMC Round Rock Roy. I remember talking with him at once, and he was like, "I just got into this new job, and you know how it is—you got to go out into the field see how your people are doing." Like he's in, in marketing, and he was like, "And and I I had to tell them like you got to stand up." And go talk to people. You don't just like sit there on the nice chairs we have and talk with each other. you got to get out there. And so that's uh, that's the first tip is you should go out there and talk with people. That's why oh, you're yeah. at the, that's, that's key. Now, this is this is uh, kind of a, a – maybe I'll make this the this cover art. This might be difficult advice for a conference where you, when you check in, uh, they, they give you the sheet of stickers that have three things you can put on your badge. One of them is come say hello to me. I forget what the other one is. Uh, <laughs> Go away. <laughs> no, the the other one is like is like uh, you know wait for me to talk to you, and the third one is like I don't want to talk to you, and and there's some intermediate thing, but basically they literally have these stickers that that you can put on your badge to tell people if you want to be spoken to or not, and I think I think also the lanyards uh, were color coded for this, but what I noticed is. You know, unless I am wrong, I think some people put on the wrong lanyards, which I think might have confused the situation uh, with things. But it did, it did seem, uh, I, you know, those stickers are nice. I was thinking, like, I'm pretty sure that the fact that I'm a sponsor here means that I can't use the not chatty, I will initiate any interaction <laughs> sticker. I, well, th- so I, have, I have the picture here. It's say hello, ask me first, or not chatty. And uh, man, those are, those are great. I love those. You you like them, but to me, it's like,
1: I mean, if you're going to DevOps days, you should be going to like engage. And if you were in a sticker that says like, don't talk to me, like, well, I I feel like I need to talk to you.
2: (laughs) Kote, Kote, what's the most uh, popular sticker that you're seeing?
0: Right. You're going to have a, I have to say, I, I haven't. This is a totally unscientific reckoning, but I saw a lot of say hello. There's lots of people who are interested in you talking to them. So did I you think see I think anyone that, was,
2: that said don't talk to me?
0: Uh, and did you talk to
2: them? Me? I mean, I'd have to I, ask. No. I would have to ask, why are you here?
0: I'd have to. I think I saw a ask me first or two sticker, but I don't mm. think I saw any don't talk to me. Now, I saw a lot of people who didn't need a sticker for me to know that they did not want me to talk to them. Right. So that that was effective. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, so that's the first thing. You know, you should go out and talk with people. And then I think also what I'll write up are, uh, I've discovered, especially with uh, go- mostly going to DevOps days with people, and, you know, I don't know what y'all's experiences have been, but when I go to a DevOps days, they usually like hang out for two days with the same person, and you know you got to answer your emails and take care of your pressing issues and you know go see a talk or pee or whatever. Uh, but you end up talking with them a lot and uh, observing them. And one of my one of my Dutch colleagues, he learned from me, which is to say, pointed out that one of the things I always ask people is, uh, "So, uh, what do you work on? Like, what do you do around here?" And and I yeah. think that's a good it's a good conversation just to be like you know what do you do because really you know this is the secondary thing which which I, I was writing up is like your goal of having a table in general there are exceptions but basically you know like as someone that uh we should try to like sell stuff to or do some reconnaissance for their company like what issues do they have and what are their goals and is there some lining up that we have so that we can have some uh some sort of further interaction so, driving so you're, towards the sale. You're,
1: you're qualifying them whether or not you want to spend time working
0: that lead. <laughs>
1: yeah. Absolutely.
0: Right. Like like you know, uh, and and it depends as as we like to talk about a lot. It it sort of depends on well, one, from a human level, it's like if you're bored and you just want someone to talk to, anyone will do, right? As long as they've got the right sticker on. So there's always that. But you know, depending on what your software is and how you price it, right? Like you could be talking with someone who works, uh, I don't know at a company of 50 people. And, and if you have like a high dollar piece of software, maybe not really worth your time. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get much out of that. So it's good to like, you know, qualify people and see what to see if they have good interest. but then also like, uh, you know, even if they're not the individual doing it, it's so it's also interesting just to like see what you can uh, learn from them about the like, lay of the land, at their company, or just things they know in general. But yeah, where do you yeah, come down, really Cote, stuff, on
2: um, want, like, on the uh, the attendees? I think this is a great uh, having been worked many many booths. Like, I think as an attendee, you can if you pre-qualify yourself, right? It makes everything so much easier. Like, if you walk over and you can be real specific, like, for example, if you're, like, I'm off in a vendor attending another conference, you just say right away, like i 'm just here i 'm presenting i 'm working you know i 'm not looking to buy i just want to learn about your company and it 's just like you 're real specific and then it gives the that way you don 't have to like you know it 's like I, I feel like there should be more permission to be more forthcoming at these conferences or you could mm-hmm. say like i 'm a consultant oh, I'm, I am yeah. a consultant i 'm here to, to uh, meet people and, and drive new, and find new business right so as a vendor, you yeah. kind of know mm-hmm. right away that Okay, like you're you're not you know you're just being honest, they and then
0: have, they should have a sticker for that. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. I think exactly. it's just like
2: people shouldn't be afraid to just do it themselves. And I think the other one oh, yeah. is, and I think yeah. sometimes people are just real concerned too. Like, uh, you know, that if they like reveal that they're there to like really learn about something to buy, like people will just like rush them. I, I think oftentimes, <laughs> if you. Um, are in that position, you can be real specific. Like I work at this company. We're this big. We're looking for a solution that does X, Y, Z. This is where we are in the process. And, um, and we really like, and then you can just ask for whatever you want. Like today we're just collecting information. We don't want any calls. Like, you know what I mean? You can be real specific or you could say, yeah, yeah. we're actually yeah, at a point where we're making a decision. We would like you to give us a demonstration. <laughs> like if you do that, you can, you, it's amazing how much that power that. you can reclaim from yeah. the, from the conference, if you will.
1: You know what you need is, is another set of stickers, right? You, you've got the, you know, uh, I I am a, an influencer. I have purchasing authority. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not shopping, <laughs> you know, yeah. or I'm just here for the swag. That's the stickers yeah. that you need to, to have. But DevOps Days London, Apparently, you, you, you would
0: have swag. you'd have a you have a sticker of of a blank whiteboard. Just curious. <laughs> And then you would have, like, uh, a a sticker that has an Excel spreadsheet on it, RFPing. And then you would have, like, a sticker that was basically like, you know, a boardroom making a decision. And then the the final sticker is basically a Christmas tree, and that signifies moved into next quarter.
1: (laughs) Mm-hmm. yes uh, I, i'm here to ruin your projection uh-huh. your your uh
0: that's right uh-huh. i'm gonna mess up your mdr yes. but i think i MDR. think uh i think you're right brandon i mean that that sort of setup that happened once today and yeah i mean that's that's great mm-hmm. you know when, whenever whenever people can uh sort of like <clears throat> break the mirror of like fake politeness about a situation like this it's good it just accelerates things and makes it easier and uh, like for example Someone walked up today and it's not quite like this, but it was they, they were like, So is Cloud Foundry kind of like Heroku? Like, is that the same sort of thing, except you can run it on your own? And, and I was like, mm, Yeah, I mean, sure, sure. And uh, he was like, Okay, great, because I want to use something like that, but I have to run it on premise. And then he just, and he's also like, And then also, I'm in like, you know, in, in Asia, so it's got to run there. And uh, he was, and I was like, Oh, okay. Can you give me your email address and I'll have someone contact you? And he was like, Yes, and wrote it down and walked off. So there you go. There you go. Easy, easy. But, you know, usually, I mean, there's a whole being less crass. There's a whole other layer, which is like <laughs> you're you're just there to educate people about was, what you do. And build was, up the e- was the email Johnny Legion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> like that. And, uh, well, I want to tell it,
2: everyone that uh, attends a conference, certainly if I'm there, that it is completely acceptable to come over and be like, I'm just getting a bunch of swag for the kids. I will say to you, like, no problem. Yeah, no. Take what you want. Yeah. and Because, I, I mean, I get it. Like, we all get it. And the company is sort of, you know, that is just a branding event. Like, well, hopefully your kids will keep this around long enough that you'll, at least you'll make some positive association with my company. So I also think sometimes yeah. people come over and, like, they clearly just want the swag, but they're trying to have some pretend conversation. It's like, you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't have yeah. to do that. I'll just give it to you. Like, move, yeah. move
0: along. you're yes. good. Yeah. So. And, you know, yeah, that's what I, I even every now and then I see people scoping it out and I tell them, like, you should take some of this. We brought it for you to take. And, yes. uh, you know, and then and then at worst, the only other thing you can do if you want to be a little a little salesy is you can ask them how they like the conference. That's another good yeah. like little small talk thing to break into. And all all you're looking for with all these questions is that kind of uh that kind of conversational signaling where maybe I'm the only one who thinks like this, but basically my assumption is that if someone answers with like some other keywords, that means either consciously or subconsciously they want to talk about it. Which is if if anyone ever listening ever is in a conversation with me and it's like I give very short, small answers, it's because I I I want no wiggle room. I'm not interested in talking. But so But you know, other people will just suddenly like volunteer topics and things and you know uh, so I assume thats a uh, well it, it,
1: there, there's kind of like two layers there too like the the conference type will qualify some of those people for you mm-hmm. right yes. so so DevOps days, you know, I, I love me, some community events, but the barrier to entry is not high, right? So yes. you know a lot of people will be like, "Ah, oh, you know, it's thirty bucks. I'm just gonna go because whatever. And you know they'll they'll show up, they'll grab some swag maybe they'll go to a talk or two, grab some lunch and, and, you know, and leave and other folks, you know, if, if the conference is maybe a little more expensive, like they had to ask someone permission to go and get, you know, more mm. approval to go. And so you're like, Oh, so they've got a little more skin in this game. Um, which is, you know, you, you kind of see that from the conferences, like different conferences have that, that, you know, layer of, of, uh, uh, barrier to entry, if you will. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to be at uh, Cloud Expo Asia uh, in like two weeks, and they've got they've got this thing that does it for you, right? They uh, they have when you register, you kind of fill out a bunch of questions, and they're like, you know, do you have you know probably the question is like do you have purchasing authority? And if you hit yes, you get put in another list where you're where vendors are encouraged to add you to a VIP list and reach mm. out to you and like qualify you before you come. And I was like, "Oh, so those people have like a different badge, you know, or you know, different swag." It's like, so there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Um, yeah, I mean, that must it's, be, it's so. like
0: it's like, uh, is that like Tinder for conference attendees? Is, is that what's going on there?
1: Well, there's some people I don't know which direction you swipe with Tinder. So uh, I'll be me, like, uh, you, swipe <laughs> "You swipe away. You swipe away. Here, take a T-shirt and go, please. I got I got leads to talk to."
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, also, also, you know, I'll, two two more things on that topic. One, some of your chef friends were there. Don't know who they are, but uh, they had some nice looking stickers. Seemed to be talking with people here and there, and then and then I had uh, I had two uh, software defined talk listeners walk up, and uh, only one of them came back to ask me for stickers, which of course I did not have. I have, oh. I, have them in my, I have them in my suitcase, and I'll bring some. Oh, I, I, I very skillfully made a packing list just to remember to bring stickers with me. And, of course, I didn't look at the list. So I've got half of that uh, doctor checklist thing going on. I think the other half is using the checklist.
1: You know, I, I uh, can share my checklist with you, but the, the key is you actually have to read it. Like, oh. I know. <laughs> like, I,
0: I, this, this is the flaw in all life improvement theory. Oh. Is that you actually have to do it? Which you know what? That's a New York Times bestseller right there. You actually have to do it. Just one page that, that, book.
1: That is the sequel to the Checklist Manifesto. Checklist Manifesto <laughs> Two. Read the checklist. Read the checklist. And, I then, like it.
0: and then, and then the the third book is about retirement called Checked Out. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right. Uh, uh, and then, oh yeah, so so we had listeners, but you know, you know, you go to a DevOps days, and I've I've been saying this for a while. That's a phrase that I should use more often. I've been saying this for a while. By my ties, uh, that, you know, I think I think basically we should just call it Ops conference. It's mostly Ops people there. Although there was a talk today, something about agile teams, and well, but but then con- contrary wise, there were. Some people that either my coworkers or I was talking to, and they were basically like, oh, these developers, right, like <laughs> doing all this crazy stuff. So I think, I think if you are one of these ops people at OpsConf and Ops Days, you know, you're probably interested in all sorts of ways of, of monitoring and taking care of things. How, what, what's some tool you might use, Brandon, to do your opsing?
2: Well, I have just the tool for you. I'd like to let you know that this episode is sponsored by SolarWinds and one of their APM tools, Logly. When there's a service disruption, seconds matter. Don't waste time looking for logs or combing through endless screens of events. Let SolarWinds Loggly aggregate, manage, and analyze all your log data so you quickly spot issues, jump to the relevant event messages, and identify the root cause. And the Loggly in-context integration with SolarWinds Optics adds rich performance instrumentation and distributed tracing to further accelerate identification of root cause and significantly reduce MTTR. Spend less time troubleshooting and more time innovating with context in your logs. Logly is scalable, cloud-based log management that won't break the bank. Plus, STT listeners, get a special 20% off your first year of Logly from now until September 30th. Act really fast, guys. Offer for new customers only. To try it for free for 14 days, just go to com slash sdt. That's L-O-G-G-L-Y dot com slash sdt. And if it logs, it can log to Logly.
0: So uh, this, you know, we got we got another ad. So we're going to have a geographic oddity thanks to our, our sponsors. And uh, I've been thinking long and hard for the past 45 seconds about what the geographic oddity should be. And, and you know what keeps, there's two things. I'm looking at my hotel room here. Uh, I'm I'm somewhere around uh, King's Cross, and there's a Five Guys Hamburgers over there. So <laughs> wow, that is quite the geographic oddity that, that it's over there. But I am I keep re- remembering one. Uh, you know, you got they you got they got this thing called the Tube over here, a subway, yeah. a metro. Um, now, one, uh, if you spend some time in Amsterdam, this is this is the the preface. To the geographic oddity this week they have they have a tram they got a bus going on they have trains and then they have this thing that's a metro subway but it never really goes underground that much right so it is a strange it took kim and i a long time to figure out what exactly this subway thing is and i think you know to use my way of thinking about it i think it's basically just a bullshit train right it's not really (laughs) like a subway it's just like a train that like Decided not to really be a big train, uh, but it's fine. It works out. So you uh, got like four commu- four modes. Line. Yeah, yeah. It's you know I would say that the the Amsterdam metro is a is a is a very close cousin to a concept in America we have called light rail, uh, yeah. which yeah. is which is which is bullshit train. It's just like <laughs> uh, just...
1: there. You you you've got your your city to city. You've got yeah. your within the city, and then you've got your subway.
0: Well, here is my my limited exposure, which is to say my hazy understanding of Dallas, and then my first hand understanding of Austin. Now, wait,
1: wait, oh, wait! Don't break Texas into a train conversation.
0: No, no, <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. Is 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 my concept of light rail comes from those two cities, right? Uh, and uh. the train itself, if if you when you're on the train, it's very nice super pleasant you know the one in austin i guess black star is closed down but you could go get a nice craft beer while you wait for the train get a burger just hang out there but the problem is like this doesn't have enough funding so it just has like you know five stops on this rail like it doesn't actually like public transportation is like a Metcalf thing it's like only handy if it goes everywhere otherwise it's just like you've always got an excuse not to be on it so anyways back back to the original geographic oddity i was i was on the tube and I had, you remember those ads where uh, it was, was it Degree was the deodorant antiperspirant? And there was one ad that I always remember. And it said like, don't, don't you, uh, aren't you glad you use Degree? Don't you wish everyone did? And it was like some guy in a subway sitting there and, you know, someone has their arm holding the, the rung above it, like, like hanging over them. And I think I had a similar experience of that finally in my life on the tube <laughs> where it was packed with people as as it is and i went in there and i was like whoa it's crazy in here like someone someone forgot to put their degree on this morning Uh, and and i have to i have to say that doesn't uh this this doesn't really happen outside of major cities where you get on subways and trains and confined spaces like it's it's a rare occurrence so that's my geographic oddity this week (laughs) body odor in the tube wait wait till your
1: uh your your kids get to you know uh, Their teen years, the, the deodorant mm, yes. need is going to yeah. kick in. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We get a, we get a little preview of that every now and then. In fact, and to to add a uh, the uh, what's the opposite of forward? Uh, uh, afterward, uh, to add an afterward to my now lengthy tale. We actually bought Cormac this little uh, bottle of Axe deodorant, and I forget (laughs) if I said this before, but he hasn't quite learned how to use it yet because he often will use it right before bed. And and I have to to be careful because he'll spray it on, and I don't want to be like, that stuff stinks because (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to, like, you know, condition him.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Um, Well, yeah. You might need to
1: condition him, uh, speaking as the father of an almost 16-year-old. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, just like people like to cover up their body odor if they're being polite, sometimes yeah. you want to cover up your, your digital essence and any sort yeah. of things that might waft or waft or trail out whatever you might be. For a, You know, you want to you contain that digital trail that you have. What, what might you use, Matt? to uh, spray into your digital pitch. (laughs) Speaking of wafting, uh, this episode
1: is sponsored by the Hide My Ass VPN. When you're out of your house and online, you never know who's watching, and that's why you need to start using Hide My Ass or HMA. HMA VPN is the VPN you can count on. They just launched a new version of their product, which is the biggest update yet, and makes it one of the best VPNs currently available. HMA is the largest VPN service, offering over 280 locations, so there's always a server nearby. HMA never logs your IP address, so there's no way for anyone to see what you're doing. HMA uses 256-bit AES encryption to ensure your connection is safe and sound. You can connect up to five devices, and HMA supports all the major platforms, including iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. They just launched a new version, which includes a new user interface, Lightning Connect, so you can always connect to the fastest server automatically, a smarter kill switch for extra protection, and split tunneling that lets you choose what traffic gets sent to the to the vpn tunnel to try hma vpn risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee visit www.hidemyass.com slash offer sdt
0: all lowercase now why would you want to split your traffic matt ray well i actually have a, a perfectly valid use case for that so uh,
1: I, I i am a, a vpn user um predates uh, our, our lovely sponsors a bit, but uh, I use a VPN so I can access the, the services that I uh, still pay for in America, and mm. sometimes, sometimes, there's content that I need to get from Australia. Whoa. Like, yeah, mind blown, right? So, um, if you want to watch something on Australian Netflix or, you know, uh, American Netflix, you know, you could switch uh,
0: your, your traffic back and forth or split it, if you would hmm wow, does that actually work? I can never get that geographic spoofing to work on things it, it does it does mm-hmm. I mean uh, mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know sorry sorry Netflix <laughs> yeah
1: uh, yeah but uh, uh, Netflix Hulu Amazon Prime uh, those are services that I use that uh, it seems to care Spotify um, they all seem to care where you are because uh, you know geographic restrictions but uh, I get paid in, in America I should be uh, allowed to use American content. Yeah. That's, that's, like that's the most American
2: thing you can say right there.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I pay t- I pay taxes in America. That's full
2: on. I like it.
0: All right. Well, well in in prepping for the show, uh we were told by Matt that there is some sort of fud boys thing going on between GitHub and someone else. What a, a kerfuffle. kerfuffle. What I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this cause I have no idea what it is. Okay. I've been, I've been no. talking to people. I've been, I've been qualifying people at an ops days all day long. I haven't been able to uh, catch up with the news. I, I had two servings of a delightful Ooh. thing that I'm going to call uh, English breakfast in a cup tastes a lot better than it sounds. I had uh, I had two servings of a, was um, it, was
1: it, was it, ref- was it beans and sausage?
0: All right. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to give you a low down here, you know what, let's save it for my recommendation. I'll go over well, it there. But uh, I nice. had some shepherd's pie, all sorts of things. Uh, so I haven't caught up. In a, what is this kerfuffle, Matt Ray? What is going on?
1: Oh, man. So so uh, GitLab, um, they, uh, they had a blog post uh, that came out, I guess, on the, the 20th uh, called Jenkins one year later. Uh, kind of their overview of their competitors' acquisitions and how it fits in their competitors' roadmap, which – is like breaking, you know, Whoa. competition one hundred and one, right? You never talk about the competition. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you acknowledge. You might say something like, you know, our competitors might say, but first of all, you never name them. You never like, you know, you you don't want. Yeah. You, you just don't do that. I don't know. I mean, maybe.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's like that's like that's like critiquing your your best friend's spouse. <laughs> and, and using it, using their selection their selection and romantic interest as commentary on their character,
1: oh, yeah, exactly, like I don't wanna say nothing, get loud, but your wife is looking hot <laughs> uh,
0: um
1: yeah so so it it kind of uh. You, know, I don't know. You don't see that very often. You know, I mean, that, that's why that, that's why we talk about it when you know, like Oracle's always you know calling out Amazon. You know, you don't see you don't see Microsoft uh, or Google usually calling out AWS. You know, so um, it's usually like someone trying to make some noise for themselves. But that's what what's a little confusing uh, as being a, a semi outsider in this market is like there's a lot of vendors. I mean, there are a lot of CI/CD vendors, and in my mind, I assume you know since Jenkins is the 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 nagios of of CI/CD, um, I assume that CloudBees is one of the larger ones. Um, I know GitLab is pretty popular. They've got the the all in all batteries included uh, approach to it, um, but this is a it's not just. GitLab, you know, calling out Jenkins and their roadmap and how they're going to stuff all these acquisitions into their various pieces, but then you got Jenkins, uh, you have got mm-hmm. GitLab. See, see, I'm doing I'm I'm doing what what uh, what GitLab was doing was conflating Jenkins with CloudBees, and so mm, CloudBees yes. was like, whoa, 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 we have to have a rebuttal blog post. Oh, oh no, I
2: like
1: that. <laughs> see that that's that's you know Amazon. Like they'll throw some shade at Oracle, but they never put up a blog post that's like, you know, Oracle's, you know, 17 data centers pales in comparison to our 80. Right. They don't they don't they don't, you know, they don't meet the they don't uh, engage in that game. But but CloudBees is like, look, we got to clear the air. You know, they they said a bunch of stuff that we need to set. Uh, you know, we need to get some key points straight to quote them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, so the first thing they say is, you know, Jenkins is not CloudBees, and CloudBees is not Jenkins. See, I just made that mistake. I was like, CloudBees is Jenkins. Um, so you know, they they try to clear up the air of how you know Jenkins exists outside of CloudBees. It predates them. You know, even though they employ m- most of the core committers. It's a big community, like okay, you know that's valid, and then like they start talking about you know SDM, which uh, was a new acronym to me, uh software delivery management, oh not boy to be... <laughs> and and then I start thinking, well, who else is doing software delivery management right that's that's probably a, a crowded field
0: that, that sounds I did not know like how a, a newsletter named. you'd like to subscribe to. I don't know, I get a lot of newsletters. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know, so then they they have some charts, some diagrams, a lot of words, and after reading these two blog posts, I'm more confused than ever.
0: <laughs> wow. But that's well, probably because I'm not in the market. Maybe. I don't have a sticker that says you know I'm looking to buy. I'm glad you brought this up, Matt Ray. This is juicy. I know. I know hey. what I'm going to do here at around uh, 10 p.m. London time when I want to. You know, we're done here. We get entertained.
2: Huh. Well, hey, man, I have a question for you, though. What's the um... Because isn't the general rule is like punching up versus punching down, right? Like if you're a small competitor, you do want to take on a competitor, like the large guy, because it will, kind of allows you to...
1: But are they larger?
2: That's, That's the thing. I, like, I, don't, who's... I don't even know. That's my question. Is like Because, well, as I think we talked about last week, um, GitLab is worth a couple billion dollars, I guess, if you exactly. read that funding announcement. But then CloudBees... Of course, they've they both
1: taken huge amounts I of funding. Say, they're
2: pretty successful, so it feels like this is like one of these welterweight equal battles. So they they should not. They should go back to your original uh, suggestion of like not be fighting. Like you, guys, you, you,
1: you put on the blinders and you pretend nobody exists because your competition is you know the people who have never heard of Cicd,
2: yeah,
1: um, or or the people who are you know installing Jenkins because that's all they've ever heard about, and that's you know maybe. You know, this is this maybe this is like you know a SUSE going after a red hat they don't do that much right they're like let's go after you know AIX and Solaris or let's go after Windows right I, I don't get it
0: hmm. Well you know you' speaking of weird stuff we it's taken us a long time to comment on this but that whole uh, we work we situation is very <laughs> odd. Like I I think I didn't I don't I don't think I even read the article, but someone maybe it was one of you two, put a link to it in the software defined talk Slack channel, which everyone should to check out. It's been very it, active this week. Yes. Yeah. But it was just like, you know, they no longer have the sixty million dollar corporate jet. And I just wanna I just wanna throw this out there. I wanna suggest this to anyone who's involved in corporate governance. I don't even know if the following economically makes sense. But I feel like net jets is probably good enough, right? Like you don't, probably you don't need to buy or rent a dedicated private jet. I think they got this whole private they, they jet as a service situation. So yeah, so like just yeah. don't, 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 don't buy a private jet. Just like it's a big, <laughs> you know, if, if we need to get the SoftBank people on the phone just for one piece of advice, if one of your portfolio companies wants to buy a private jet, just ask for your money back. Just call them well, up and be like, all right, we're we're out. Unless. SoftBank owns Goldstream. Whoa. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, then, then what they should do is they should be Synergy. like, hey, they, they like, well, instead of buying that, we could just you know give you one. I, you know, instead of this weird transferring money around, you don't want to do that. But yeah, that's just, uh, just don't don't get a private jet. That, that's that's not <laughs> that's not cool. Don't do that
1: yeah yeah well i mean the the nice thing about this article uh about you know we work selling their um sixty million dollar uh jet that the uh former ceo had um I learned a lot about private jets uh like <laughs> whatever I'm, I'm not in the market uh well you know sixty million i don't know sounds like a good price um uh that the range on them is quite impressive. It said I could go, if you're flying slow, you can go uh, New York to Beijing um, or, uh-huh. or Buenos Aires. Uh, that, that, that sounded good. You know, a range of 8,000 miles. Um, you know, I bet it's a little nicer than p- flying premium economy. Uh, it said they put in two bedrooms. Um, uh-huh. You know, I'm wondering if they've got like one or two deep fryers. I, it's hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But uh, yeah, well, th- well, that I, that way you can you can wake up refreshed for your hey, meeting to change the well,
1: world. Uh, well, and it said like the the CEO uh, would take meetings from the jet, and mm-hmm. so uh, when it with, with that line, I'm like, does he grab people from like you know, hey. Uh, I'm going to Beijing. You're coming with me. Get on this. You know, get on the jet. Where, where uh, it said
2: come. in there that he uh actually people would fly. I don't know if they went to Beijing, but it said they would take a cross country flight. So they would fly, like say, from New York to uh California, like have the meeting, and then they would fly commercial home because he would have to stay.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's sounds... like I'm gonna take you to Beijing, and you can fly economy home.
2: Yeah, no, I think, <laughs> um... but I do think you know. I think Kote, you. um mentioned in the chat. I just think there's a lot to be learned. It's like, it's easy to dunk on the CEO now, but a lot of people and board of directors knew about a lot of stuff and now suddenly it looks bad and everyone's getting religion. It's like this, this was all known before. So let's not like a lot of people knew, but what was going on and didn't mind. And so now suddenly it's like this one guy did it all on his own. It's like, no, there are a lot of people involved. So never forget yeah. that.
0: It's very odd, very odd behavior. You know, I think I, th- I think the deal is that uh, people who have been in, in the, this, this whatever industry is for as long as we and people we know have, we just get tired and we're just like, <laughs> I don't know, let the kids sort it out. I, I got I, I got shit to do. Right. Like this is obviously smells weird, but every generation needs to discover the hustlers and just like anytime someone says they're going to like change the world and their name is not like Steve Jobs don't trust them. Like, it's well, just, even, even, even that guy fucked up a lot. Like, so I mean, just, like know, it's very, very risky fr- unless you're a forest company, a fantasy land investing you in know, a fruit company.
1: From his Gulfstream G650 with Steve Jobs. But that, that's kind of, you know, tying it into, uh, you know, current news or whatever. That's probably why, uh, you know, it, it's taking like the, the Greta Thunbergs of the world to uh, talk about climate change. Cause we're like, oh. <laughs> we're all old and, and busted. Like, the kid's got
0: to do it. Just tired. Just tired of all that. <laughs> well, uh, so do we have any? Uh, we have. Any, we have any feedback or follow up to go over, Brandon? Yeah, just What's going feedback. on out there in listen to land.
2: Yeah, I want to thank uh, James from uh, Minnesota. Sent him a sticker this week. He wrote in uh, Nicholas from New Jersey also wrote in. He told us, uh, "Thank you for the for your podcast. Almost everything I hear on it is either entertaining or useful, and frequently both." Not sure he's listening to this show, but I appreciate that nonetheless. And then uh, I want to make Andy (laughs) from Brownsburg, Indiana. So he told me, the stickers are going on a dual-tap kegerator with a Raspberry Pi base flow centers that are charted by Splunk. And I said, there's never been a better use for these stickers than this. So I appreciate all of you who've written in for stickers. And if you would like a sticker, just send your postal address to stickers at software be happy to send a sticker pretty much anywhere in the world
0: that that guy i'm gonna use him as an iot use case next time someone that's someone really uh, does that I and mean, be like all, all this all this written like right like, now all all this business about edge computing and cars and like solving world hunger with agriculture that's great but listen to this i think that's uh, that's what we need well yeah Dual kegerator. Uh, this, dual, dual kegerator. Have I ever told my anecdote that when I went to go visit Charles up in Ann Arbor when he was in college, he lived in this three-story Victorian house uh, with, like, four other guys, and his girlfriend at the time was living there, and we went there, and she was like, hey, guys, don't – she was a fellow Texan, so she had a bit of a twang. She was like, don't go up to the second-story second uh, bathroom because the – the bathtub's all plugged up, so you don't want to be in there. And she said, I don't really know what these boys are up to. But on, on the other hand, the uh, the keg ran out in the kegerator, and in 15 minutes it was refilled. But they can't unplug that bathtub up there. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go to that bathtub. Well, we get, uh, there's a lot of conferences going on. Next week, I'm going to be home for a week, and then guess what, everyone? It's time for Spring One Platform in Austin, Texas. You can still get $200 off registration. I think Matt Ray, I think he's a shoe in for EmacsConf. We don't even need to hear if he's in or not. He's going to be in it November 2nd. And uh, there's all sorts of other stuff going on. You should go to softwaredefinedtalk.com slash 189. But we do have a discount code for everyone's favorite conference KubeCon north america where i saw this is november 18th to 21st in san diego apparently they're going to have great tacos there now i don't know how i mean okay they probably have good tacos in san diego i'll give it to them they probably have that that really watery salsa that you put on top it doesn't it doesn't go get chunky like over in the east but uh those are going to be some good tacos there and kubernetes but I could tell you the discount code. It's K-C-N-A-S-F-T-P-O-D-1-9. I'm not even sure I read that right. But if you go to softwaredefinedtalk.com slash 198, you can see it and get 10% off your tickets. Now, with that, Brandon, what do you have to recommend this week?
2: Well, I'm going to keep it real simple. A uh, lot, of, lot of real news in the world this week, lots of craziness going on. So I watched uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie. It's on Netflix. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, the short show, just Google Between Two Ferns. Between two ferns, and uh, you'll see Zach. How do you say it? Galifianakis, yeah.
1: Yeah, You'll see him
2: doing lots of funny stuff with celebrities, and uh, I just thought it. I thought it was very funny. You know, it's just like you're either you either love that kind of humor or you don't. So it's uh, Mm -hmm. it's a good movie. It's a good way to waste time whether you're at a conference or you're just looking to maybe lighten up your media diet uh, in between uh, Brexit, Brexit, impeachment, and all the other craziness going on. So check it out check out two oh, yeah ferns.
0: yeah people keep asking me what I think about you know what's going on with Brexit and i like I don't know we got our own troubles back home I don't have time <laughs> for your shit <laughs> uh, yeah can that that be your anti-recommendation yeah <laughs> this, shit. <laughs> this shit I do not <laughs> recommend this shit how about yourself Matt Ray when you what is your pro recommendation
1: uh, uh well my my pro recommendation is uh, a bit on the nerdy side but um uh, a, I don't know if he's a listener, but uh, a a friend of mine uh, sent me a link to. He was like, I don't know if you'll like this or not. Um, a, a video called uh, "The World's Worst Video Card," and uh, it took me a while to finally watch it, but I did, and it's pretty good. Uh, the guy builds a video card from scratch, and down to like the you know the ands and ors and nan gates. Was yeah, he Steve Wozniak. Uh, just about right. I, I mean, literally, like building, building out. You know how the logic works, how the timing sync to the monitor works, and he explains mm-hmm. it all as it goes. So it's like mm-hmm. it's not. It's probably not as funny as between two ferns, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, I was I was I was on a plane. They made me close my laptop. I had it on my phone. So I, uh, I watched it and I was like, "This is actually really fascinating." I, I learned a lot. So, uh, All right. uh world's worst video card.
0: Am I, I surprised? I might check that out after reading up on the CICD market, what it is, exactly. and not. Yeah. Well, as as mentioned earlier, my recommendation. I don't know what it's officially called, but I'm going to call it English breakfast in a cup, and I'll uh, I'll include a picture of this. And basically, what it is, it's a perfect conference food because it's a cup, like kind of one of those big cups that. Make a big C of your hand. And on the bottom, start with a layer of mushrooms and a cherry tomato. And then there's uh, there's some baked beans on top. And then as you move up the stack, there's going to be some sausage sliced into bite-sized pieces. And then on top of that, there's going to be some scrambled eggs and a little tiny triangular hash brown. There you go. Put a fork in there. One of those damn wooden bamboo forks that you always feel like you're going to rip your mouth apart and get a splinter when you're eating with it. But that's cool. And uh, you got yourself an English breakfast and a cup. You should look into that. Well, as always, this has been Software Defined Talk. If you want to get the show notes for this episode, you go to softwaredefinedtalk.com slash 198. You can also go there, see where the Slack channel is, subscribe to the newsletter that will email this out to you. Uh, You know, email us in for stickers, write a good review, whatever you like. I don't want to tell you how to live your life. And with that, we'll see everyone next time. Bye-bye. Bye.